This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, hello, bonjour, hello. I was going to say it in some different languages and I realized... I don't think I know any. Uh, I'm Liz Sanders. This is Cuddle Club. It's a podcast about cuddling. It's not really. We're just sort of getting into relationships and stuff because um, I love chatting about feelings and relationships because I'm a woman. <laughs> this week I'm talking to Jess Nappett, middle name Amy. Uh, she's a writer, actress, comedian. She wrote her own show, Drifters. She was in the In Betweeners movie. You get the gist. Let's just listen, and at the end, I'll tell you where to find her. Not exactly where to find her, although I do know, because when we recorded the podcast, a map came up, so I know exactly where she is. <coughs> but you have to sort of... You can't really publish that sort of information these days. It was a fun, lovely chat, but we do also talk about some deeper issues like miscarriage so if you're going to be triggered by that maybe this is not the one for you okay love you hello goodbye i just realized i said hello and i'm just holding one breast at the you're same holding time. Your, <laughs> i don't know why you're holding your heart i've just gone to hold one that's exactly where your heart is oh, yeah i see you and i clutch a breast that's why it's so nice to have your tits fondled <laughs> We're going in. We're going straight well, straight away. <laughs> straight. <laughs> this is Cuddle Club. This is Cuddle Club. This is Cuddle you know, content. This is exactly what it's all about. How are you? If I could be so bold. I'm actually all right. <laughs> Considering, you know. Yeah. Considering the situation. I, yeah, mm. I feel... I feel mm. like on a personal level, although sort of globally it's clearly been a tragedy, and I'm desperately miss mm. social and physical contact with my friends and I miss dinner and I miss culture <laughs> on a personal mm. level everything that's going on has been wonderful oh great that's nice I finally feel settled in my life Lee. wow because you've moved back to the northeast of England oh, from yes. Los Angeles America <laughs> why would you do I like it but why would you do I love it really but why would you yeah, live there did you you had a nice little visit. You went out for some... I had some... a nice holiday. I went to your wedding. Uh, we should tell the listeners this. I went to your wedding and I wasn't invited, but I... You were invited anyway. as Brett Goldstein's plus one. Oh, yeah. And I was delighted now... that you were there because I love you very much. And... I've... We had a lovely time. I thought, yeah, it was great. There were a few waifs and strays who were in the in town and I just said, you know what? Mm. Come to my wedding, guys. I love that because if... 
if we can't all celebrate love, what's the point? You know what I mean? Absolutely. It was a very good wedding. It was so fun. And also, you just don't know who's going to be dropping by in town, do you? No, it was an open door policy, really. <laughs> I was the last to leave. I was the last to leave. And I, think, I think that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> I love that. I do seem to remember. But it was back in your drinking days, wasn't it? <laughs> I don't think I was drinking then, no. I don't think I was. Really? I don't... So you just so you were just tired and you fell asleep on the sofa. Hang on, was I drinking? I, I think drinking. you were drinking. I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Anyway, you're still married. I that's am, a bit yeah. Of, that's a bit of a congratulations, Shock, isn't it? Thank Shock. you. Yes, yeah, still married, and uh, yeah, now we live in England. I I won. I guess. I guess you. I guess you could say. Does he like it there? Because big old change for him. Yeah. No, he does. He really likes it now. I think nothing it's just such an extra time isn't it for everybody so it's it's difficult to gauge yeah. what's what's going to happen long term but he's also a bit of an anglophile so you know he he sort of you know when you see americans watching downton abbey and you think yeah. you think this is what england's like loves the whole sort of idea of england and tea drinking and red phone boxes and all of the stuff that isn't really <laughs> real but we now live in yeah. this town that is quite picturesque and in the countryside, but it's also like got little shops. It's got a whistles, Lou. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Got it's got a whistle. We're this it's got age tea now. rooms or two. It's got some lovely mm. pubs and it's mm. just it's on the it's the gateway to the Yorkshire Dales. So he's hanging around with eighty year old women. Yeah, we're the youngest people here. The we're the youngest people here. <laughs> That's unfortunate for your son. <laughs> daughter is it daughter it, it is a daughter <laughs> sorry i assume i assume it, we met I, have you i assume it's boy every time why do you assume that i i've got a theory about um when whether people have boys or girls come on I, I'll, I'll hear it please. <laughs> i'll hear it before breakfast please i think the first baby you have is the gender of the most dominant person in the relationship. Oh. And then there are, there are exceptions. If the woman is quite masculine, it might be a boy, yeah. if even if she's dominant. That's that my be. belief. Obviously, that's a very heteronormative... Well, let's just chuck that out to any scientists if they're not too busy on the vaccines. Give them something to do. Give, give them something to get the teeth into. The vaccine's getting a bit boring now. Give them something to chew on, you know, old school. I'd be getting bored if I was a scientist now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you could save everyone. Boring. <laughs> Why I don't know, because we're both on our period. That's not a secret. We found that out before we hit record. Yeah. Um, two women that love to chat. You go figure. Well, why aren't scientists solving the periods are actually quite sore and they make you cross? And they're potato-wise because women aren't drawn to science and people don't deem it necessary. But I said to Ben, the producer, I said you can actually die of bad periods if you're a man and your wife kills you. And he said, yeah, that's true. That's a very good point. I mean, there's a lot of reasons... So men can die. Men could die, but it's very rare for a woman to kill her husband. It's usually the other way around, isn't it? Yeah, but I'm. we should say that it's a possibility so that they get get going on the... We probably should dangle that threat a bit more. Yes, I think so. If you don't, we'll kill you. Yeah, if you don't come up with a People cure. say feminists are aggressive, 
but I think they're not aggressive enough. I think you're right. I think yeah. that's that that should be the real threat. Eat. And then we might actually see some action around here. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. Cuddle club. I think that's enough. But now what's the first fucking cuddle you were <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Can I just say I really love the fact that you have um made a podcast about cuddling thank you not enough people i love that that. very much when the podcast was called cuddle club i thought it's obviously not going to be about cuddle she's just called it cuddle club because she wouldn't she wouldn't take the format of the best episode of brett goldstein's movie podcast don't tell them it's the best episode we're going to tell them it's the best episode she wouldn't take that format into a whole podcast and you bloody well have and yet here and she is. I love you for it. <laughs> here she is, bold as brass. I did ask him if he minded first, and he, no, he wished me all the best. You know. Did this come because you did that that episode where you interviewed Brett as a joke? Yeah. Oh my god, I love that, that so much. <laughs> a lot of people were angry because they were like, the listeners of that podcast, his very good uh, films yeah. to be buried with podcast. Uh, big shout out. Um, they love films, so they love discussing films, and they're really excited because he is yes. so encyclopedic about films. They were so excited to get <laughs> <laughs> on what his favourite films were, and then um, it was ruined by me. And they were like, "This, this yes, is a joke." <laughs> so gross. Well, you could put this music under anything. Anyway, what was the first cuddle you can remember? I don't know if it's. I don't know. It's hard. To, I don't know if it's the first one, but an early cuddle I remember is a cuddle with my dad. Both my parents mm. are cuddly in the sense that they are. What I mean is they're fat. <laughs> are they? Are they really? <laughs> yeah, my dad's enormous and looks like Santa. He's like really round. And you um, feel like a horse, a thin horse. A no, lovely, I'm not thin. Horse. I'm not thin. People think I'm thin because I'm tall. I'm actually not. I've got very. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Really? Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm sort of fat and thin at the same time. I think that's somebody else's joke. Anyway, mm. it's a joke when they say it. When I say it, it just, just comes out as a <laughs> statement. <laughs> there might be a bit more to it. We'll never know. <laughs> It might be someone else's setup. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. So I remember, I remember the clearest memory I have is of like cuddling my dad, but being so small that and he's so big that I couldn't get my, you know, get my arms around him. But I was like yeah. lying on his big round belly after he yeah. just had he'd just come home. He'd had a curry after work, and it was it mm. stunk of like spicy. But I like, but I liked it. And then I had my <laughs> ear on his belly and I was I can just remember like giggling because it was very funny the sound of all of the gurgling of the curry being digested inside his tummy have you got brothers and sisters I've got an older brother I would have said older I would have said the oldest child why used to leading just because um I've been reading about that and I think like you like you're quite alpha aren't you oh my god that's so interesting tell me why you think that because you just are like you just like you know how you defer to whoever is the most alpha like if you're on a walk you'd be like well I won't get my phone because Jess will get out her phone because she'll know where to go like you know I just defer to you and I'm not I'm not that beater you know so I just think yeah so I thought you'd be the older but why do you think I'm bossy that's so interesting not bossy not bossy not bossy I hate that word 
Uh, no, taking command is not bossy. But is that because I take command in conversations? No, I think you're just like quite sort of, you'd get stuff done, you know, like I'd trust you to get stuff done. Some of your friends, you wouldn't put a map in their hands. Yeah. You wouldn't. Um, no disrespect to you, Lou. I probably wouldn't put a map in your hand. Ah, you're absolutely right there. <laughs> but I, I can take charge. I just hate map breeding. I will get I'll get it done if I'm surrounded by idiots, put it that way. Yeah, sure. But if you're not, why not take the day off? If Jess is there, take the day off. If it's adventure, I'll leave. Like if it's like the other day I went for a wild swim in these muddy banks and I was like, let's get there, let's get there. And then I was leading because I was really excited about getting in the water. I love a bit of wild swimming. So your older brother? Yes. Uh mm. yes, older brother and and Nice boy. Yeah, when he's in the right mood nice boy yeah show us a picture yeah nice boy yeah. okay yeah that kind of nice boy um <laughs> no no i don't mean that i was just i was just fucking around let's move on from your brother cuddle club cuddle club cuddle club i think that's enough would you rather go to someone who got you loads of presents or was really affectionate what i mean is what's your languages of love and i know you've done it i have done it yeah, yeah of course i've done it um, of course you've done it, you lived in LA. I love talking about this. I love nothing more than getting a gang of girls together and dropping in the love language questions, seeing them all Do you? squabble Do away. You? Oh, it's just great. <laughs> seeing, them, seeing them wriggle around. Yeah, no, presents aren't that important, but when Jamie didn't get me a present <laughs> at Christmas, it's just great. But I actually really don't care for presents. I'd rather have a card with words in it. So I think my love language is words. I think that is what words of affection. Yeah. But the question is... Would you rather have presents or so affection? But you can Affection a thousand times. Yeah. I don't Do you know what that. I think? Maybe your language of love changes as you, your economic situation changes because I used to find presents way more important when I was poor. Because you needed to sell them. <laughs> yeah i needed to ebay the shit out of them afterwards you know so maybe it changes with that yeah that? yeah oh no absolutely i'm sure you're right you can buy your own presents but you can't buy your own oh you can buy your own foot massage actually but you can't buy your own uh genuine words of affection yeah i think genuine affection is something that i long for it's the one thing that m my husband and i probably row about the most is me because he's with the old ladies down the bake sale <laughs> he's down the bake sale and I'm like why aren't you giving me affection and it's interesting that you bring up the alpha thing because I think that I I get when I um when I feel deprived of affection I think he said something to me about being he said something like well it's quite hard to go towards someone who's you know shouting at you or something like that or like I can't it's like, you know, you don't go towards a lion or something like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, think when yeah. I feel sort of neglected, my response is to get yeah. frustrated and then it comes out as anger because mm. <laughs> I'm a psycho bitch. I'm not a psycho bitch, but that's just, no. you know, how it comes out. There's a really good book called, um, I'm obsessed with it, it's called The Dance of Anger. Oh, hello. Um, I'm going to write that down. It is so good and it's all about the dynamics um, that when we push, the other person pulls kind of thing. And if we're over-functioning, they'll under-function. 
So um, it's sort of fascinating, really. Every single dynamic is based on like one sort of yeah uh, the the way that you, but you can't ever change anyone else so you, all you can do is change yourself but when you do change yourself they'll uh change themselves but they might kick off at first because you're destabilizing the dynamic that they're used to but then afterwards more harmony can be built on a more even sort of kill it's so good also it's the time of the divine feminine and I think a lot of women in comedy embrace quite masculine energy I know I do definitely we've had to be quite masculine in our traits to succeed and then but then we need to come back into uh, what my energy person would call the divine feminine because otherwise we don't quite like that's all about receiving and stuff anyway so it's like a better thing to be in like well it's balance is better like it's yin and yang isn't it Explain to me what the divine feminine is. Just oh, yeah, quickly. You're like, you're like, you'll have to Google that. No, it's no, it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's like, so at the moment, we're in the masculine that's gone wayward. So things like, you know, Trump and Boris and sort of like the masculine, masculine traits on their own, like divine masculine traits are brilliant and we need them. We need 50 50 and then we need divine feminine. But the masculine traits that we've got at the moment are the corruption of the masculine traits. So like power hungry abuse of power blah 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 so that's come out of balance so if we can embrace like the divine feminine in, in us then that puts it out yeah. into the world and then it equalizes things a bit more you know i just want to say i love all this shit do you and I, i'm and i'm also really amazed by how many people are getting into quite sort of new agey you know there's a surprising amount of people going down the sort of spiritual yeah. journey route i mean in la everyone's on a journey but that's more i feel like in la it's more for manifestation for personal goals that's how we get into it i think so we're like give me the thing how can i get the thing and then then you realize oh it's yeah. about something bigger boring you can't like my healer who i don't see anymore she was very against ever trying to create something for yourself in that way you can bring in well like my friend oh my god my friend oh my god um she we did a full moon ritual ages ago and it was like a special moon she said i'm gonna do it for creation she wanted a baby but she didn't want to be so prescriptive because the universe knows what's for you better than you do so she said okay i'm gonna do it for creation because she's also like a performer and she thought i'll just put it in the hands of you know the moon and she did it for creation she got pregnant about a week later and then her baby came three weeks early on this another big like special moon the moon moon is powerful so the lord speaks to some mysterious (laughs) it's mysterious isn't it it's an interesting one i love that i think that's this very unique situation that we find ourselves in as this generation this sort of first generation of women who are really truly making the choice to not have children it's very powerful and it, I, I really feel like the world needs it. Yeah. Because I think as amazing as having children is, it's a huge, it, it's such a, a huge burden on women's bodies and souls mm. that it, we, need to, we need more women making powerful moves out in the world that aren't concentrating just on motherhood yeah that there is you know i don't know on a bigger when you look at the bigger picture of it it's just really important that this is a thing now totally totally and also 
we are obsessed with having our own kids and there's so many kids like my friend is adopting a baby soon a young lesbian couple and it makes me cry anytime someone says that they're adopting I just because it is a harder path of course it is and we're naturally built to kind of want to experience our own genes reproduced so yeah such an incredible thing to do for the world to adopt a child a friend of mine was just telling me that her cousin just adopted and they have a thing where they when they're just about to bring the child the adopted child into the family circle where they all just like sit around in a circle with the child and they all like state their intentions to love and care for this child before they bring it in. She was telling me about it and we were both just absolutely sobbing because it just sounds like the most yeah. beautiful I'm thing. Right now. Oh, could everyone adopt someone please oh no I can't right you've got to have a stable life you see anyway you know and I need to do more television so it's not easy (laughs) anyway (laughs) enough about me um enough about me actually I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Now, what are arms for if not for snuggling? Have you ever had like a weird cuddle that stands out, but like could be good or bad? Yes, I had. Like after just just a very baby heavy chat, and I apologise, but after I had my first baby, I was you you know you put on a bit of weight and you feel a bit icky. And I had gone over to my friend's house for dinner and the baby was asleep in the next room and, and our friend arrived and she gave me a big hug. And, oh, congratulations. And she doesn't have a baby. And I don't think, I don't know if she realised what she was doing. She gave me a big hug and then she just grabbed onto my back fat and just shook it. Wow. And it was just the weirdest moment of feeling like, I was just reminded of how much my body had changed 
that there even was something to hold on to that this person probably unconsciously felt like they wanted to just it felt like a it felt like a dig it felt like they were going you're a bit fat right Mm. but they did I'm sure I don't know it just was such a weird like what should have been a lovely hug and what she was actually saying was congratulations but then there was just this like really dark twist at the end it's funny what's in the subconscious isn't it, isn't it? you know and we just and we are all animals it was a it was a really weird <laughs> moment and I don't know what like I've had some not to go down the dark route this is a this is a you're a comedian I think you can this is a comedy comical mm. podcast but uh I had you know I had this horrible situation of being in hospital during lockdown to have a because like we lost our baby and that yeah. was a really weird because of course you know you've never you've never needed cuddles more and yeah. very luckily I was allowed my husband there but there well I know lots of people who weren't and had to go through that alone and there were lots of people giving birth to you know baby alive babies alive and sorry this is i hope this isn't triggering for anybody we've got to talk yeah. about this stuff this is a problem is that it goes well, on the ground like, it's a really yeah. it's a really difficult one because i do think it's important to talk about it but i also am very aware of how how much how triggering it is for people and they don't, you know they could just be sitting around listening to a nice podcast trying not to think about it and then someone brings it up you know it's it's difficult and that's why people yeah. don't talk about it sometimes i think and on that note, the funniest but, thing, well, well, I suppose it's not really very funny, but to me it seemed quite funny that when I had a miscarriage, I'd say the most, the, the thing people said to me the most was, it's so common. And I just thought, if your dad died, yeah, <laughs> someone said to you, it's so common. That's and so, I, that's so I completely true. understand why people were saying it, and they were saying, "Look, you're not." They're trying yeah, to say yeah, you're yeah. not alone, but it's yeah. not. It's yeah. not. It's a funny thing to say. That's just, I'm so clumsy. That's just the thing I'd say. Yeah, I think no, I, don't I, think I would. would actually. Yeah, no, I think it's, would you? It, it sounds like a, con- Maybe a consolation, doesn't it? But it actually isn't. Yeah, and also there's a lot of awareness at the moment that we should talk about it and, like, people don't and blah, blah, blah. And, like, driving anything underground is not good, but I guess right after yeah. someone tells you, it's so Absolutely amazing. But there were loads of moments like that. But anyway, no, the funny thing about it was just to be in a situation where people were actively avoiding touching you in the hospital. You know, they were because, you know, they're wearing oh, masks. Yeah. And, you know, the nurse, the midwives would come in and then, because it was sort of it was like a three day process, so we so yeah. but they'd come in and talk to us at a distance, and and that yeah. I could tell that they wanted to be near me and touch me and yeah. put their arm around yeah. me and all of these things. Well, you've been on Taskmaster. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love you so much. That's so funny. Well, absolutely. And um, no, so they wanted that human. Of course, you want that human. Yeah, of course, yeah. they want you want the connect. You yeah. know, I think they. And anyway, luckily I was getting cuddles from my husband, but at the end, one of one of the midwives came back and came back in and she was just sort of, she'd been there right at the beginning and she just sort of said, 
I just wanted to come and say goodbye because I'm I've finished my shift and and she just went can I give you a hug oh. I know it's not allowed oh. and then she just came over and just hugged me and I was like oh god she she needed to do it yeah, too and yeah, I really yeah. was so happy that she came back just to give me a cuddle yeah sometimes you've got to turn a blind eye to them rules I think well, it's a funny one at the moment isn't it because I think also then what happened was you got COVID <laughs> <I've> got... <laughs> oh god that would have been so great but what actually happened was the people kept wanting to cuddle me yeah once they knew that you were open for cuddles. People kept breaking the rules <laughs> and I kept being like, stop touching me. Um, oh, no. But I, I did, I mean, it, what, but it, actually the first, cud, the first cuddle I got from, it was lovely because when I came back from the hospital, um, we'd been living on this farm over lockdown. This is where it had happened. And so we'd got to know our neighbours who ran the farm. Yeah. And she had looked after our daughter while we'd gone to hospital. And she'd just been an absolute lifesaver and a legend all the way through the whole drama of both lockdown and the the sad thing. The badness, as I refer to it. And and we'd never actually touched each other because we'd always stood (laughs) two feet apart from one another. And then when I came back from the hospital, she'd obviously been looking after our daughter. And then she said... She was like, I'm just, she just looked at me and she just went, can I give you a hug? And then we just had this lovely hug. And she was like, she's just like a lovely mum, you know, and I didn't have my actual mum there. And it was just really nice. Time for the practical examination now. It's hard to tell if that's me whistling or the song. It was me. Okay, everybody. Uh, Get your your awkward faces out. It's time for the snuggle. Okay, we have got yeah. to the end of the podcast and what I do is I cuddle you, well, you close your eyes, I come in and cuddle you energetically. You'll know this from the ones you listen mm. to mm. and then you see if you can feel it. Okay, yes, we're both on a period. Yes, we believe in the moon. But can yeah. you, close your eyes, can you feel this? A kiss on the cheek oh, and a mouth. lovely. Yeah. Absolutely lovely. Is that a slice of heaven or what? That was right right in there yeah coursing through my veins yeah are we gonna call it a slice of heaven or not i can't wait all day all right we'll call it a slice of heaven (laughs) be called a slice of heaven okay now i'm ready for mine okay here i come oh good girl good girl (laughs) lovely at the end like a little pony i love that oh god i'm gonna uh when i see you i'll be giving you a couple of dong bags you might not need them but um they are oh, kind of, always welcome. You know, it may be put up as a little memento or something like this, you know, uh, frame them. I don't know. I'm on the front of them. That's what I will say. So it's, it is art. They'll be going on a shelf yeah, they'll on be, display. Don't they'll be, be collecting dust. Well, thank you so much for coming. What a lovely episode. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm really nice to see you. Maybe we'll have a you Zoom too, for fun mate. one day. It's not all work. Well, how about, how about, yeah, we do something for FaceTime. Fun. Okay, babes. Mix it up. Um, okay, lovely to speak to you. Um, thank you for everything, really. Thank you for your art. Thank you, thank you for your work. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being you. Thank you. So that was Jess Nappet. Lovely chat. She is on Instagram. You can follow her at Jessica Nappet. Stick a K on the Nappet, I would. Otherwise, you just. You just won't get there, if I'm honest. She's on Wikipedia, if you want to have a little look at that. She's on Twitter, 
uh, it's Jessica Knappett, at Jessica Knappett. Oh, also, um, your dad told me to tell you to rate, review, subscribe. Okay. Remember to CC everybody in. CC stands for Colour Club. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.